You're listening to the Glass City Church Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Glass City Church Podcast. This is intern Justin Shirley here with Pastor Jeff Lavalette. Jeff, I, I blow up my channel every time I introduce us. You do. I'm sorry, man. Just just so everyone knows, if, you, if it gets distorted or if it blows a speaker in your car, I always ask Justin, hey, talk like you're going to talk. Sit where you're going to sit when we're recording. This is where I'm going to sit. Where we're, come on, dummy. And then and then we start, and then he's just like, I mean, just completely. Dude, completely the opposite of what I said. It's really I'm awesome. You do. might get fired again. So Perfect. All right. <laughs> so, yep. How's it going, Justin? It is going well. It is. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. It is. Uh, I'm not really sure what day you're going to be uh, hearing this podcast, and we're okay with that. Yep. It's been a it's been a good day. It's been a good day. It's been a, a didn't warm even have day. to use my AK. That's right. Yeah. That might be before your time. No, that was uh. That's Ice Cube. Yeah, circa Ice like Cube. Ninety four. Yeah, what, what year were you born? Ninety five. So it was before your time. It was. Yeah. But not too much. Anyways, Jeff. Were you listening to gangster rap when you were in diapers? Maybe. Okay. I had a rough upbringing. Wow. You 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 your street. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my my street cred. Thug life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Thug life with the. No. Just stop. Binky. No. Just man. stop. Anyways, all right. So Jeff, I wanted to talk a little bit of a of a different podcast because we're not going to be really diving into any particular sermon. Right. But wanted to talk about a a a thing that's been convicting to me, just as a as a believer and as someone who is has a presence on social media and sees people's comments and the growing things and concerns of this country. And you see the news and all kinds of stuff about just the, well, really what the conversation in and of itself is really going to be geared towards the citizenship of heaven. Um, I like that because we are citizens of heaven. And the things that I've been seeing lately is just really it's especially between Christians, between Christians and Christians and also between Christians and non-Christians uh-huh. um, of just a level of nastiness. There's only, there's no other way to describe it besides just being mean to one another. Right. Giving no common ground, no benefit of the doubt, no benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, and so really wanted to talk about kind of the state of politics in this country, the, the instantaneous news, division when it comes to political stances and um you have things from border patrol to i mean there's so many topics oh yeah so many abortion uh you know current economic affairs and and things you know like there's so much that we have been left uh a lot of times um whether it's on social media or over the dinner table in in division and even even some not only are we not di- not only are we divided, but some just don't even care because some people just don't even want to get into it. Yeah, just check know? out because I just check out because yeah. it's too messy, right? And so I really just wanted to talk about how, as a Christian, should we view, uh, let's say, politics in this country? Okay, so Jeremiah twenty nine. Um, so Jeremiah, you know, the Lord is speaking through Jeremiah to the exiles, right? Like the the Babylonian captivity, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, and I, I, I preached on this before. I was actually trying to figure out where that was and I couldn't find the sermon, but so I'm going to be kind of going on the fly here. But um, essentially, uh, the Jews were taken out of their homeland and they were taken to Babylon. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I mean, 
that was a very strong there was a very strong cultural identity there so the minute you get taken out it's like you know if you're from toledo which is where yeah. we're from i was born and raised here and i got the bumper sticker to prove it and um and then i go to let's say i mean i spent a couple of summers in colorado or like you know i went over to scotland four times in two years no big deal and like and it was it was very very different and if i'd been taken there by force you know, and like it's like it's almost like um, um, culture shock. Yeah. Where you know, my wife spent a year in, in Salzburg, Austria, the year before I met her, actually, and like she even talked about how people in her, you know, uh, her program that that went over there from from her university, you know, like they would go to McDonald's in Salzburg, Austria, uh, just you know, out of uh, out of a, a need to feel a connection to their to their mother culture, to their yeah. their native their native culture. And so, um, it's interesting to think about. Yeah, it really is. I mean, McDonald's. You know, well, they just put a five guys in, 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 in Edinburgh, Scotland, really? uh, right before I got there. And so we, I, I treated some of the people there to, to the glorious, you know, wonder of five guys where they have free refills. And if you've never been to the UK or, or Europe, really, they don't do free refills there. Yeah. So that's a cry and shame. I know. They also don't put ice in anything really for the most part. So also all that to shame. say, you would think like the, I, I set that up because like how, ticked off the jews were probably feeling when jeremiah gives them this prophecy from the lord not get back to get back to jerusalem as fast as you can you know not hold on to your cultural identity any of these things what he said in verse seven um actually we'll we'll start even um starting verse four of jeremiah jeremiah 29 thus says the lord of hosts the god of israel to all the exiles whom i have sent so god was the one who sent them Crazy they, that he's in control yeah, of this. They they thought it was it was it was uh you know whatever. Um, I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat their produce. Take wives and have uh, and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage, that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease. But seek mm-hmm. the, the verse seven is the one that just I'm really kind of honing in on here. Seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for in its welfare, you will find your welfare. Um, Mm. Okay. So we're citizens of heaven. Like you just said, yeah, we are not currently living in heaven. God has sent us. Acts 17 tells us God has ordained the the times and the places of our dwelling. Yeah. And so connecting the old and new Testament together and, and and looking at a principle, not necessarily a a specific practice because this is going to look different wherever you are. Yeah. But the principle still bears weight on how we view our circumstances. Yeah. And so how do we view the circumstances of the political climate, the social media climate, the social justice climate um, as people who were exiles? We're living in exile right now because our home is heaven and we're going to we're going to be restored to that home. You know, uh, either Jesus is going to come back and I do pray that he does that uh, quickly. Yes. Uh, or or we're going to kick the bucket and, and just end up, you know, getting um, resurrected uh, when he comes back and we'll get to ca- be caught up in the air with him, all that stuff. Yeah. That's when we go home. So right now we are in exile. And so what do we do? We seek the welfare of the city. Yeah. We build houses. We, you know, we establish ourselves. We establish because how long do you know how long they were in captivity? Wasn't it almost 90 years? 70 years. 70 years. I was going to say 70. Okay. So if I go into exile today, I'm 40. Yeah. I'm I'm not coming out of exile. No. Probably not you either. What are you, 25? 23. 23. So, I mean, 93, that'll be a good life. 
You know, yeah. if, you, if you lived in 93, that's your, I mean, based on what I've done with bacon, um, I don't know that that would be, um, you know, likely for me. Uh, I don't know what you've done with bacon, but I know I've just. I was on keto for a little bit, so. Oh my gosh, don't talk about, I'm so tired of people posting about <laughs> keto. Oh my gosh. I see one more before and after pick. Anyways, okay. Um, so, uh, all that to say, uh, how do we, how do we, how do we interact? How do we engage with politics? Yeah. We seek the welfare of our city. I, I don't know what that means. You know, it's a principle. And then the practice has to be um, something. And there maybe are some like, you know, just kind of overall general practices that yeah. we can all agree on. I don't really want to necessarily get into that right now. Yeah. Um, but I think praying and asking the Lord for direction and for strength and for discernment and all of those things. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't think we have to have a... Um, I think as Christians, a lot of times we want to have everything figured out and we want to have like kind of a cut and dry, you know, um, everything nailed down before we even do it. Yeah. And that's exactly the opposite of the way God works. Yeah. You know, he shows us a step at a time. You know, he, he'll he'll unveil things to us in stages a lot of times because the minute we feel like we have the whole picture, our ego and our arrogance kicks in. And now we're going to we're going to rewire it a little bit. I mean, it's like, you know, when I when I when I, I'm trying to think. So like whenever whenever I've bought a new guitar, I've always taken some of the things that come on it off of it to put my own stuff on it, yeah. uh, because that makes it mine. And like you know, I like certain bridge pins, I like certain uh, tuning machines, I like you know those types of things. And I feel like that's a that's an interesting kind of um, um, what's the, uh, analogy for you know if God was like okay, this is this is steps one through a hundred of my goal, you know my my will for your life. And it's like ah oh, well, let's do a little tweaking. Yeah, uh, it, it, we, we put ourselves in the position of, of control instead of instead of submitting to him. And so that's why I, I don't necessarily want to prescribe a bunch of stuff right now. Yeah. But I think the principle, the principle is, is absolutely clear. Seek the welfare of, of the city that I've sent you to, mm-hmm. you know, um, do these things, you know, like build houses, make gardens, eat the produce. So, I mean, just all of these things just really speak of, um, loving uh where god has us instead of wanting god to put us in a place that we think we'll love yeah because i mean there's there's danger in i think in trying to make well thinking about so i i don't know if you i'm sure you've heard this before but about going back to our christian values as a nation and <clears throat> yes, I actually got cornered by someone in books a million like a couple of years ago from like this super fundy church group. And she yeah. was just like, we just need to get back to the way she wasn't Southern. Why do I do that? My wife fails at me for that. Um, you know, we just really need to recover the way that we've, you know, we've, we've gone so far astray from the, the perfection that we with the glory days. Yeah. We and were I, never, all I wanted to say to the lady is, Hey lady, <laughs> our glory days are ahead of us, not behind us. Yeah. I mean, in, and the thing that's so there's danger in in trying to get back to these glorious ideals because there's it's it's putting a a heightened sense of perfection on a inevitably no matter how you slice it it's going to be broken because they're people people are broken people they build broken systems that aren't perfect so they were they were sinning in a better way before apparently well according to that according to that mindset it's like we need to get back to when there was slavery and we need to get back to when That's what I'm women saying. didn't so have any rights. So there's, to, yeah. there's danger in getting, in getting, yeah, there's danger in getting too far, um, of wanting, not even so much wanting, so this is more about tradition than it is about 
So this context, for this context of what we're talking about, what I'm talking about is more of a traditionalist mindset, not a biblical view of politics, so to speak, but a traditionalist mindset when it comes to getting back, like to what you said, the good old days, the the glory days, right? Yeah. And so... The 1950s weren't that great for anyone who wasn't white. Yeah, they weren't that great. Yeah. Um, and I think there is... So as a as a Christian, there is there's danger in getting way too into it, and no, like there there needs to be this and this and this and this and this back into our uh, our schools and back into our you know like we need to have we must have prayer back in our schools. I've seen that a lot too, and I'm not I'm not against that by any means, but no. that's not what's going to well. And, and fix since us. since when isn't there prayer in schools? First of all, yeah, I go over every Wednesday morning to my kids' public school. And I pray with the teachers and they give me gifts like at the end of the year. And I mean, I had, you know, um, your, your, the, the, I forget her name now, the girl from uh, Chick-fil-A on Secor. Um, uh, she, she provided lunch for this, you know, this, this, oh, Nicole. yeah, this, this, Hey, what's up, Nicole? Um, this like classroom of, of kids who had like emotional behavior, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like just, they had, they had a lot of struggles and, um, I can pray all day long in that school. Yeah. I can, I should, I, I'm supposed to be out by 8.30. I go over there at 7.55. I'm supposed to be out by 8.30. Mm-hmm. I'm never out by 8.30. And it's not because I'm a rebel. It's because there are so <laughs> many teachers who want prayer in that school. Yeah. And so I think a lot of that is is it's perpetuating a narrative um, that just kind of like makes makes Christians feel like victims. Yeah. It's and Christians aren't victims. It's the persecution mindset. Yeah. We're like not you. victims. We're victors. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not meaning to quote Joel Osteen here, but like, you oh know, gosh. he's like, hey, don't quote Joe. Well, no, but he's like, you know, be a victor. My wife, Victoria, has got victor right there in her name. He never said that, but I made it up because you I'm, might have said that. Yeah. Well, Anyways. I never heard him say that. But yeah, so so it's perpetuating a, um, a narrative that that really is antithetical to the gospel, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But then there's also the when we talk about let's say going hyper far right there's also this you can also talk about going hyper left and and that it we doesn't about hyper color shirts do you remember those no i don't i don't know what that is it's like if you breathe if you would breathe on them they would change color that's weird yeah but you couldn't you couldn't put them in the dryer you had to hang dry them okay anyways anyways but you talk about going really far left and then you you get into christians who are like no like i must uproot all of my biblical uh moral standings on everything because who am I to say what should be done in a law? Like we should be engaging our culture. Obviously we know that. Um, but we can't, we can't completely check out and we can't get so focused on politics and, and so focused on the, the happenings that we, we do the same thing. We forget about all the Lord has done. Right. And we, Essentially, in both camps, we're forgetting the gospel. We're, we're functional atheists because mm-hmm. the thing is, anything that we do in our lives, including the things that we do when we engage with culture, are there, it's either motivated by fear or it's motivated by faith. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, it's it's uh, Carrie Oberbrunner back in 2004 put out a book called The Journey Towards Relevance because that was back then the word relevant was a really, it was kind of like missional uh, before missional was a, a buzzword. And it, yeah. it's the thing, and I feel like I've said this before, um, but it's the it's the separatists, you know, who are just like, oh my gosh, anyone who doesn't homeschool their kids loves Satan, um, and then you've got the um, the conformists who are like anybody who actually takes a stand uh, based on their faith is um, hateful, yeah. And then you get the transformists who are you know like Paul going in and speaking 
um, at Mars Hill and, and being like, hey, you know what? I'm going to quote some stuff to you from your own culture. Yeah. And now I'm going to try to explain to you who this God, uh, unknown God is that you have a, a, you know, you have an idol to. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's the goal. I mean, that's, that's any, anything that we see that's redeemable about the way Christians have ever lived in culture has always been transform, been transformist. It's not been separatist and it's not been conformist. Yeah. And, and just so, just for clarity's sake, we don't want to ostracize those who do have a conviction to homeschool or do have and I, a yeah and i was careful about how i worded that absolutely and because so it, it was legalism is the way that i is the way i described it like anyone yeah. who doesn't homeschool it loves satan yeah. that's called legalism absolutely and the pharisees did that and i feel like jesus wasn't really a huge fan of that no yeah in fact, i would I agree feel, with you feel like he spoke pretty pretty staunchly against it so yeah. yeah, and if anyone has a problem with that, like you can email me. But no, it's 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 not wrong to not homeschool your kids. It's not wrong to homeschool your kids. Ask the Lord what He wants you to do, but don't do it out of fear. Do it out of faith. Yeah, and so to kind of segue into that question uh, of this question of what, what what is the danger of putting too much stock into uh, political leaders um, having an idol of of nationalism um, or an idol even of of family. Yeah, I mean it's idolatry. It's 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 fi- it's trying to find something that only in it, it's trying to find something in something that cannot provide it for you, and it's 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 diminishing the glory of Christ. Not that Christ's glory can be diminished, but it's it's obscuring. It's it's like we're 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 mirrors that reflect God's glory, right? And so it's like putting a drape over the mirror, yeah. and so now it's not reflecting anymore. I mean, uh, politician. If anyone's dumb enough to put their hope in a politician, and I I don't care if this sounds blunt, honestly, because I've I I was there at one point. Uh, not any p- particular politician, but the idea of what a what the perfect politician would be. Yeah, um, you're you're setting yourself up for failure. Like you're setting yep. yourself up to be disappointed. The same way that if you, you know, if I if I go out for the the you know the Detroit Pistons, uh, you know tryouts, <laughs> um, it's just tryouts. Yeah, it's just never going to turn out. Um, and so yeah, I mean, and and the and the fact of the matter is, like, I mean, politicians are they we've had them since Jesus' time and before that. Yeah, and they never. I mean, look at Israel; they wanted a king so bad. Yeah, look how that worked out, and that didn't go super well because we don't we 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 love to try to put our hope in things that will never sustain it, never uphold it, never never deliver on whatever promise we think it's making. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because there, I I. From documentaries to podcasts to civil I've, war reenactments, no, just kidding. I, I've seen and I've heard of people just, especially with the 2016 election, just utterly in shock and up, like people questioning their faith. Uh, like I've heard this, and I'm yeah. like, how? No, Why? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. You you can disagree with the current things that are happening in politics. You can disagree right. with the president. You can disagree. Those are good things to you can have and be your own person. You don't have to fit inside a box. You can disagree. But you could, you have to disagree agreeably. But you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But there's then because then you get into name calling, and that's what we've been seeing on both sides of the aisle. Okay. Um, is name calling people, calling people other names, just being nasty, man. Like there's no decency anymore. No, we don't have manners anymore because I mean I, I blame it on social media and bad parenting, honestly, because like no one's accountable anymore. Like you have the illusion of having a platform. Yeah. It's like I can put this up and anyone in the world can see it, and now I feel like I have a voice. There's nothing wrong with having a voice, but when you have when you have a platform, you have a responsibility. 
Absolutely. And, and people just want the platform without the responsibility. I, it drives me nuts. Like I, I, I very closely um, filter uh, how much a how much time I spend on that sort of thing, um, and b you know the people that I allow into my stream, like yeah. that I'm actually going to consume. Like I don't want to drink a bunch of toilet water. Yeah. Absolutely. And so that's the thing that that was the when I heard there's I won't mention his name but there was a notable Christian uh who who said that a lot of Christians <laughs> have like were doubting the Lord in the that election. Um and I'm like why are you putting so much hope Mm-mm. into a political person who you know as much as I know everybody is jacked everybody is a sinner right no politician is a savior nope and so when we put it's never gonna happen man we just do that so much we put so much hope in those things and we obviously other things as well i mean it's yeah it's just just a different symptom of of the disease that we have called idolatry absolutely and so well let me ask you this jeff so yes sir we we talked about social justice. We talked about um, justice in a little bit, but how? So how do we engage the social justice movements in this country, and and justice in general? Do we as Christians? This is a criticism that is um, very hand, uh, very um, yes, very frequently handed down to Christians is mm. is not standing up for injustice. At least. That stinks. Yeah. Well, and, and then the question I have with that is, what's the standard of that? I don't know. I, I mean, it's certainly, certainly not um, anything that I have. Like, I don't have the standard for that. But I think, I mean, again, it's seeking the welfare of the city. Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to keep, I, I feel like I, I always want to come back to that because um, there is, I mean, every situation is different. And, you know, so social ju- I mean yeah do we do we want to make sure that people are treated with dignity and respect absolutely yeah um you, it's tricky because um well it's tricky because of the climate we live in now and anything can be taken out of context but I mean I think everyone's whether or not they're saved they're an image bearer of God right yes absolutely so born with inherent yeah dignity and value right right it doesn't matter what their position on anything is absolutely and so until we treat people the way that God would have us treat them, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I don't think we're ever going to make any headway. I mean, I think that the the Christian community has been absolutely, and this is just a painting with a really broad brush here because I know that this isn't the case with everyone. But I mean, I've talked to several people who identify as homosexual who have just been treated like garbage. Yeah, it's like, man, Jesus wouldn't have treated them like that. Yeah. Or, you know, people who post things online that are just so inflammatory mm-hmm. uh, under the guise of trying to speak truth. Yeah. It's like, but you're, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It goes back to, I mean, many podcasts ago about killing the, the message with the, or the killing the, what is the it? The, uh, killing the, the message with the method. Yes. Yeah. There we go. That was a good one. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. But no, like we, we as... Christians do have, in in my opinion, we need to love. Not my opinion; it's the, it's the gospel. We need to love the truth, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, and so, and we've talked about this plenty of times. But loving the truth, but also loving people, it's simultaneously doing both. It's not impossible. Jesus, it's did not it. impossible. Yeah. And so we can disagree with the person who is 
living a homosexual lifestyle and say, hey, this is not what is going to lead to life. And and here is Jesus. Yeah. But to call names and to, you know, like those aren't going to be. No. It's not going to be a fact. I mean, obviously the Lord can use, the Lord could use that, but do you want to, going back to a podcast even before this, do we want to be used in spite of God or do we want to be used do by we, God? Do we want God to use us in spite of us or through us? Yes. Is that kind of, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I think any conversation that, that is that is um, motivated by behavior modification um, is, is worthless. Mm-hmm. Because that's the, not the goal. No. Well, no, there's no light. I mean, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm being promiscuous and, and just, you know, just sleeping around like crazy and then, and I'm not a believer, and then you get me to finally control myself i'm still going to hell yeah i'm just going to hell with you know a lot less um complications it complicate I, I was gonna say yeah uh, um what's the word i was gonna expeditions I, I don't know it's just it's just not a it's 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 not the right emphasis and that's not the emphasis that jesus gave i mean we just you know, a few months ago we we're going through the gospel of john john chapter four you know his goal was to tell this woman you know, about the living water. I mean, he did say, okay, well, you know, knock it off, you know, but he's Jesus and he can say that. And, um, and that's not to say that we, we don't need to call people out who, who God has given us a, a, a position to do that. But first to go around and just, you know, act like the morality police, um, a, no one's hearts are getting changed that way. And B, the gospel is not being made to look as glorious as it is. It's made, it's being made to look like the law. And like yeah. the gospel, you know, fulfills and is greater than the law. Yeah. And so that's, and that's hard. And I'm I'm not speaking as somebody who has always been perfect at that. I just, I just being being because I'm around a lot of non Christians. You know, I, I I really do try to make it my business to engage people who don't know Jesus. And when they find out I'm a pastor, you know, I usually get at least one or two stories about how Christians stink. And how they were yeah. treated poorly, and they're like, "Oh, you're different. You know, you're you're not like a normal pastor." I'm like, "Thanks for calling <laughs> me weird, but you know." And that's true, and I'm I'm okay with that. But yeah, the bottom line is, yeah, we're 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 ambassadors for Christ. If an ambassador from a, a a foreign country were to come to the United States and just start telling us all the crap that we're doing wrong, of which there's plenty, you know, um, are we going to even listen to what they have to say? No, we, we call those people extremists or we call them, you know, belligerent or we, you know, we tweet about them and just, no, like, like if, if you are an ambassador, if we're coming from, you know, coming, we're exiles in a, in a foreign land here and we're coming in and we're just like blasting people with all of our opinions about what they're doing. Um, first of all, we're ignoring our own sin. And if any, anyone's sin bothers us more than our own, then our hearts are in the wrong place. Uh, but we're also, you know, we're leading with something that Jesus never told us to lead with. Yeah. I mean, theology, I love theology. You can look at my bookshelf, you can look at my logos. Um, I love theology. Yeah. Um, since when was loving others not one of the main points of theology? Yeah. Because God so loved us. That it he, informs yeah. your, your true level of knowledge and theology. Right. The only theology that really matters is the theology that you practice. Yeah. All, everything else is in theory and it's just to, 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 you know, it's like knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jeff. Well, Justin. This has been political. Yeah. It's been great. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. I hope my mom does too. 
because I'm pretty sure she listens to us. So we should call her see if she does. No, she's in bed by now. Uh, We're recording this at 10:26 p.m. Oops. So that Anyways. was a joke though the other day when Justin texted me. He was like, "Hey, what are we going to talk about the podcast this week?" And I, was, I think I said like your mom or something. Like I was just being goofy. And then you're like, your mom. And then I was like, hey, let's call my mom and put her on speakerphone. But my mom's pretty introverted and she may not like talk to me for a while. So we probably can't do that. Probably not. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to the Glass City Church podcast. This is, uh, again, the intern, Justin. And I want to really just ask you oh, good. to follow us on the social medias, to add us on your favorite platform, being either Instagram or Facebook. We're not on Twitter or anything like that, or Twitch or anything. Um, if you could, what? No, I'm just, my filter caught it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, follow us, uh, and please send us questions. Please, if you have any questions, comments, um, please send them to us, especially for this podcast. Jeff, what's that email address? Podcast at org. Wonderful. Yep. Have a good week. Have a good week. You've been listening to the Glass City Church Podcast. For more content or more information about Glass City Church, visit our website at www.glasscitychurch.org.